You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Friday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade. And if you want some more Locked On content, join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and a look ahead at next year's future first-round picks. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast at. And on today's show, we are joined by Tim Jenkins. You might have seen his name floating around a little bit because Tim was actually the quarterback coach for our backup quarterback for the Iowa Hawkeyes, Alex Padilla. He has been working with Alex since seventh grade. I picked Tim's brain about quarterback coaching, um, you know, Spencer Petras, Nate Stanley getting quarterback coached. Um, coached up I should say and what Alex Padilla has been working on we talk all about that on the show today just a reminder that we are a Monday Wednesday Friday show during the offseason once we get back into football season we'll be back with content every single day and on Monday's episode we're going to be breaking down some of the news and notes that happened and took place over the last couple days including official visits unofficial visits a chat with Kirk Ferentz and um, what we learned from a press conference that Kirk Ferentz has done. And then also some awesome stuff about Luca Garza and the fact that he was nominated for best male athlete in college sports. And we got the women's college basketball schedule. That's all going to be stuff we're talking about on Monday's episode. So stay tuned for that. That being said, though, let's hop into our content of our show today with Tim Jenkins of Tim Jenkins Elite. All right, y'all. I'm honored to be joined here by Tim Jenkins of Tim Jenkins Elite. Uh, Tim, it's a pleasure having you on the show. You were just recently working with Alex Badia, so I thought it was a perfect time to reach out to you. But before we get into the show, how are you personally doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. We have uh, three Rugrats at home, so oh, I got some good sleep. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was fun getting out the door uh, to come and talk some football. So I, I was pumped up. I love it. <laughs> how, how old are your children? We've got four, two, and then eight months. So oh my gosh, just, yeah, we're just knocking it all out, right? We'll, we'll yeah. knock it all out, and and then uh, I'll be out of the diaper phase soon, and then I'll yeah. be real happy. <laughs> How's sleep going for you? Are you able to get any sleep, or yeah, is your just, wife just a not, champ? Yeah, my wife's a champ, but it's not existent. I think for both of us, it's either like one. Of, it's like the eight month old will sleep and then the four year old comes running in because like he's now old enough to be scared. So it's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a, a recurring theme there. It just seems like I was one kid's always having an issue, right? Yeah, one kid. And then eventually they'll all be waking us up because it's like he's trying to sneak out to go check out some honey. So it's just like a matter of time, <laughs> right? It's just like it doesn't matter. But well, no, man, it's the, the it's the best. <laughs> and you're you're a pretty busy guy. You have um, obviously Tim Jenkins elite. You're doing a lot of uh, seems like private quarterback coaching and then also some um, very targeted skill camps. How did you get started into all of this? Yeah, you know, well, I, I mean, I didn't mean to, right? I, I thought I was a, I thought I was going to be an NFL quarterback forever, and then it turns out that I got fired pretty quick. So after my, you know, stint in the NFL, went up to the CFL, and then came home. And honestly, uh, you know, I tell everybody this: I was getting ready to sell insurance, right? I was just like, what do former quarterbacks do while they <laughs> golf and sell insurance? And that's what I was getting ready to do. And one of my dad's coworkers you know, asked what I was doing. And I drove out to like middle of nowhere, Colorado and, and did a quarterback lesson for like $10, I think. And so I lost money between gas and stopping at, you know, good times, but 
No, I, I just got hooked on it. And, you know, now it's kind of grown to where we have two locations in Colorado. We have one in Houston, one in Phoenix. And, um, you know, we have a bunch of people on staff now and it's, it's fun. It's, uh, I really think it's the most fulfilling thing on planet earth to watch, you know, a kiddo set a goal, work really hard to go achieve the goal. Right. And that's like, you know, whether it be a youth or high school kid. And then obviously there's college and NFL guys that are looking to just get a little bit better. Right. Cause that's the difference between getting a ton of reps and getting no reps. And um, you know, that's obviously a ton of fun cause that's higher level teaching, but honestly, I, there's nothing like getting out there with like, you know, the 12 year old who's like wants to win an eighth grade championship. It's just fun. It's, it, it's the most fulfilling thing. And um, it's been, it's been a wild journey. That's amazing. When you can combine your passions with what you're good at, um, and make that into a career. Uh, you, you've hit the jackpot there. Yeah. I lucked out. I lucked out and, <laughs> and you know, I, I, I ended up just hiring a bunch of my friends, right? Like our Parker quarterback director, he was my quarterback coach growing up. And then, you know, the guy who started Houston did NFL draft prep with us, spent some time with the Jags, the guy who launched Phoenix trained with us, went to college and then started that. And, you know, one of my best friends growing up, Adam Byrne is our recruiting coordinator because he spent time with Boise State as a recruiting guy. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I lucked out for sure. I, I feel uh, bad at times when I get on Twitter and I see people like complaining about their job. I feel like guilty, but um, no, I, I love it. And the kiddos too. I mean, you know, you, you go and interview all the college guys. The like the age group from 16 to 22 is seriously the most entertaining they like are. male demo to talk to because it's just so funny and they're so blunt and it's been fun. It's, it's, it's definitely the best thing. I, I definitely understand that. Um, some of my, honestly, one of my favorite parts about my, and this isn't my full-time job, but um, something I love to do, obviously a passion project. Um, but I've interviewed so many of the recruits going into Iowa and yep. <laughs> their personalities are just it is, it is truly phenomenal. And they have me cracking up almost every single time, or yeah. I'm just looking at them thinking, wow, you are so much more mature than yeah, I probably I mean, am I now or that I <laughs> was at that time. Uh, Deuce Hogan is a great example. Um, four-star quarterback out of great fine faith. Uh, now one of the backup quarterbacks competing with Alex Padilla, which we'll talk yeah. about in a second. But I talked to him three times and every time I'm like, dude, are you normal? Like you're way yeah. too mature. Like, every <laughs> response was um, so uh, spot on and professional, but also informative. And I was like, this doesn't seem right. Like, I feel like yeah. you should be interviewing me. Um, he was saying, no, 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 sir. Yes, sir. I'm like, please, please don't call me, sir. I'm not, yeah. I'm not that old yet. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's wild. Definitely makes it for a lot of fun. I um, mean, what are some of the quarterbacks you've worked with? I know you've worked with several pretty top of the market quarterbacks. So who are some of the guys you've worked yeah. with so far? So the guy, I mean, the, the biggest NFL guy we have is PJ Walker. So he's with the Carolina Panthers and kind of tore up the XFL. So he's probably the biggest name we have. We had Luis Perez who spent a little bit of time with the Rams and then he's bounced around the XFL and some of the college guys. So we have Heinrich Harburg who's at Nebraska as an early enrollee. Obviously we have Alex, we have Ty who Ty Evans, who was at NC state. Now he's at Texas state. Um, so we have the Braden Dorman kid who is getting recruited by everybody right now too. So it's, um, it's been good. We've got a good little group of guys that when they get home and compete with each other, it's a lot of fun to watch because, uh, there's nothing, you know, it's good for those guys to work out on their own to kind of, Hey, we got to zero in on some things, but it's also good to get those guys around other top guys because 
you know, you see them press a little bit more, which is um, always a good thing for those quarterbacks because they need to, you know, press a little bit to then you can kind of back them off and, um, and we can, you know, evaluate the rep, but it's yeah. been, uh, it's been good and it's been fun. And, uh, all those guys have their own challenges ahead of them. <laughs> All right, y'all, I want to quickly pause the conversation because I need to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market today. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. They have so many phenomenally delicious flavors, and they have so many good limited time flavors as well, including my very own favorite, white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles. I highly recommend it. If you are looking for a good snack after a workout or even just a midday pick-me-up or just something tasty that's also healthy for you, you should check out Built Bar. The Built Bar that I love, again, that white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles has 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Why wouldn't you want to get a Built Bar? And right now, you can get a Built Bar very easily. Just go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, some of those guys, Alex Padilla um, is currently the backup at Iowa, um, Cherry Creek kid. I'm assuming that's probably how you kind of got working with him. Obviously, you have a lot of connections in this Denver area. So how did you get hooked up with Alex Padilla, though? Yeah, Alex, honestly, Alex is a funny story because Alex was one of my very first clients. So Alex was like a seventh grader when we started working. Oh, wow. And he was So that was just, I saw you like talk about him this one time and you've been working with him for the last like nine years. Yeah, he was, (laughs) he was a kiddo that, you know, he, his dad emailed me and his dad's like the greatest guy on planet earth and totally undersold, you know, how good his kid was. (laughs) And, um, you know, Alex was fun to work with because Alex took, I don't want to say it in a negative way, but he took him, he took his game really seriously. Like he wasn't there to, be a seventh grader and like have fun. He was there to work. Um, and I'm sure you get that when you talk to him in an interview, he's like, he's a very, you know, pragmatic. He's, he's serious about what he does. And, and he's the same exact way, you know, obviously now that, that he's in college. So yeah, I got hooked up with Alex when he was just a, you know, little baby giraffe trying to figure it out. And now he's, uh, you know, dialed in and, and up there, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It's funny. Cause he's a kid that, you know, you, you work with so many and, and you get to know, you know, a, a ton of kiddos, but like the first five guys are super special, right? They're the mm-hmm. guys that, um, you know, and he jokes about how much it's changed. He's like, he talks about like, you know, he used to come out and a group session, there'd be like two kids and just you. <laughs> He's like, now there's like, you know, seven coaches and, you know, 80 kids. He just, it, he's funny. And, and it is special seeing his success because, you know, he's been working at it so long, but also I feel like we kind of grew up together in our, in our paths. That's super cool. Um, definitely share a unique bond. There's kind of the, one of the first trainees and, yep. and whatnot. Um, so how proud does it make you to see him succeeding at that D one level? I mean, he hasn't had an opportunity to start yet, but yep. uh, even in spring practice, he's closed the gap now. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Peters had some struggles last year, so there's always going to be a, a high degree of visibility on that quarterback position, especially at Iowa. And especially when you look at the struggles this past year, Alex Padilla has now taken that step to put himself in the running. Um, when to be completely honest, I feel like a lot of Iowa football fans wrote off Alex. They saw Spencer, yeah. they saw Deuce and they're like, well, this one kid from Cherry Creek, we haven't heard a lot about. Um, I just want to get a sense from you. What does yeah. Alex bring to the table though? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, what's so funny is one of my really good friends is like a diehard Hawkeyes fan. 
Oh, that's and awesome. when Padilla went up there, he's like, yeah, he's never going to play. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so anyways, now he's changed his tune. And he's like, I don't know why we didn't get to him last year. So it's like, you know, I, what Alex brings is exactly that. What Alex brings is, you know, he's not six, five, but he's big enough. He's strong enough. He's got a good enough arm, but Alex is going to get, Iowa needs a guy who's going to get them in and out of the right play call and who's going to complete the looks that are there because everything's built off their run game. We're not talking about like a complex passing game, right? Everything's off a run action. Everything's very pro style, right? Pure progression. Hey, here to here to here. Um, And Alex has been doing that since he was an eighth grader. Like Alex has been running Samurai with me since he was an eighth grader. So when he goes up there and gets it in spring, it's not like he's like, oh, I don't know what to, like he's dialed. So Alex is a kid that to me is going to be one of those guys who's going to compete his tail off. And I just think he's a guy that obviously I'm biased that when you turn (laughs) to him, it's going to be a lot like PJ Walker, right? PJ kind of that people kind of wrote him off as a cult. And then all of a sudden he got his shot in the XFL and people are like, this dude's a superstar. Like, how did this happen? I just think eventually when Padilla gets his shot and they, and he's the guy, I really think people are going to start looking around like, how did we not get here sooner? Because I do feel like he's the guy that's going to get him in and out of the right run play, the pass look, he's going to be able to read everything out. So to me, it's just, he's a steady hand. And when you look at Iowa and when they've been the most successful, their quarterback, I don't want to say he's been the reason they win games, but everything at the line of scrimmage isn't sexy, but the difference between, Hey, getting into power against the right three tech look that's something that fans don't see that is super important to an offense like Iowa. And that's where I just think Alex's steady hand when it, or if he does get a shot is going to be a, a really good thing for that offense. Yeah. And when you look at Alex, uh, I would, I don't want to say unassuming, but he's not the tallest guy. He's not the yeah. biggest guy. He's not the fastest guy or yeah. the biggest arm. But um, when we've seen him in limited action, I love the athleticism. I see the ability to get out of the pocket, to make plays in the run, which is definitely something we don't typically see uh, from yeah. Iowa quarterback. And then you think about the intangibles and being able to make the right calls, the line of scrimmage. Um, one of the things about Iowa quarterbacks is they do give a lot of responsibility to the quarterback at the yeah. line of scrimmage um, and trying to make those play calls. So that's very exciting for me to hear about um, Alex Padilla and the fact that he's been doing a lot of these things for so long. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the idea of working with the quarterback coach. Now, clearly yeah. Alex has been working with you since seventh grade. So um, that it's only natural. That's going to continue yeah. <laughs> on. Um, but we talked about this a little bit pre-show a year ago, Nate Stanley is going into the NFL draft. He decides to not go to the senior bowl. Uh, turns out he wanted to continue working on his mechanics. He wanted to work with his quarterback coach out in Jersey. Um, Spencer Petrus is now working with a quarter, the same quarterback coach out in Jersey. And one of the comments Nate Stanley made was the fact that he didn't feel like he got all of that mechanical type of work in college at Iowa. Now I find that interesting because Iowa is not known for being a quarterback pipeline, right? We're not, yeah. we're not popping out first round quarterbacks like Alabama or Clemson, um, but the fact that gives so much responsibility to the quarterback, you would think that that would allow you to be a better pro ready quarterback, but I wanted to get a sense from you. And this is a very long winded introduction yeah. to this question. Um, how important is it for a college quarterback to use outside coaching? Um, yeah. And what would you say would be your response to uh, even Nate Stanley saying he wasn't getting that mechanical work at Iowa? Yeah. Well, it's, so one, this is a really nuanced conversation because like that uh that comment is pretty toxic in and of itself right so 
it's a very nuanced conversation though, because listen, if I'm a college, if I'm a college quarterback coach, right. I look at it like this. I recruit these kids cause they can play. It's my job to teach them scheme and the NCAA handicaps me to such a point with time with them that if I'm not just coaching scheme. So let's look at Stanley, for example, was there a lot of stuff biomechanically Nate could clean up? Absolutely. Was it more valuable for them to get him and watch film with him to get him to make the right run game check or go and reteach him his backswing? It's way more valuable to watch the film, right? <laughs> He's throwing it at such a level that we can survive. But if he doesn't make the right check, it doesn't matter. We're sacked or, or whatever. It's a negative play. So it's, it's a mute point. So that would be why I would tell you like a college guy, typically those college coordinators and QB coaches don't work the biomechanics. This is a whole nother conversation of my industry and what we've started to tell kids that maybe here's my philosophy on throwing, right? There are biomechanic, there are biomechanic consistencies amongst all great quarterbacks, right? Whether it be his backswing, arm angle, there's so many different sequencing things that are consistent. With that being said, thank God no one changed Philip Rivers' release and gotten his head. So to me, it's like I don't know if you play golf, but I have I so do, many buddies. I, well, I have so many buddies that are relatively good players, and they go and see a coach, and the coach wants to get them to swing like name a pro, and the guy gets so in his head that he turns into a terrible quarterback. So to me, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, there are certain times that it's like, yeah, we got to make a change for this kid to survive, right? But if he's a good enough thrower and he's good enough at this, to me, it's all about footwork and other stuff. And I don't know what Nate was specifically working on that yeah. couldn't be addressed in a four-week window before the senior bowl. Um, but, you know, I, I would also – I'd be very cautious with like, hey, I want to work on my mechanics. Well, what are we working on? What's the point of it? There's so many different layers to that question. Um, but I do think a lot of it, I don't think it has anything to do with a good or a bad thing about Iowa. And I think it has everything to do with the NCA limitations. That's why these kids have to go get private coach. Like we have a bunch of guys that come in over spring break and summer break that I would never claim like, Hey, I work with this guy. Cause I've seen him, you know, two weeks. Yeah. Like I, I like to talk about our guys we've had that since they were, you know, little toddlers, right. Sixth graders, you know, but there's so many guys that want a little tune up because they can't work with their coach. And that has everything to do with the NCAA and nothing to do with whether or not these are good coaches or not. Um, and like this, the NFL is the same boat, right? PJ Walker doesn't come out here to work because, you know, he thinks I'm better than Joe Brady. Maybe he thinks that, but it's because he can't, right? The NFL PA has said, Hey, you can't work with your, your coaches during this time. So I think that's more or less why, coaches are prioritizing scheme and not mechanics. Yeah. Um, and then listen, I would have to actually be in those meeting rooms and on the <laughs> practice field to see if it's getting addressed or see if it was something that, you know, philosophically, you know, O'Keefe might've thought, Hey, I like this style. And then uh, I, I know Tony out in Jersey. And then Tony might've thought, listen, this isn't how we want to do it. And those are just philosophical differences, not necessarily that one is right or wrong as long as they're teaching within the biomechanics structure that's kind of been proven, um, I would tell you there's a lot of a lot of nuance to that. And then Nate might have felt like, oh, well, this guy's actually working with me and Ken wasn't. 
when in reality, Ken just didn't view that as something that needed to be changed. All right, y'all, one more pause of the show today, and we will wrap up with segment three with Tim here in a few moments. I do want to tell you about betonline.ag, the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. You can also bet on the Euro Cup that's going on, the basketball tournament's going to be taking place, and you can bet on all of that stuff at betonline.ag. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information they have today. Head over to that website, sign up for your free account, and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And I had told you about rockauto.com before. Rockauto.com is a family-owned company serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. And they have so many good savings on that website. I actually had two engineer filters I needed to buy. And I went to a brick-and-mortar store. It was going to cost me about 70 bucks. I go to rockauto.com. It cost me just $20. took me less than five minutes to use their awesome catalog to find both the parts I needed. And it shipped directly to my door. Why wouldn't you want to use a service like that? Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find all the solutions to all of your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Yeah, that was an amazing answer because I think <laughs> so I, I, Sorry, I, I, I feel like I went on for like 10 minutes. <laughs> no, no, that, that was perfect because I, I, for me, when I heard that comment, so I, I went down to the senior bowl. I've gone down to the senior bowl every year, except for the last couple of years, except for this year, because yeah. COVID and I was like, whatever, I'm not going to get into the thing. Um, I was like, I got my vaccine. And so I was like, I, I shouldn't be going down until I get everything. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> um, but for Nate to say that, I was like, this is weird. I was expecting to see him at the senior bowl and interview him and all that stuff. And then for him to say that, I was like, this is b- a bit bizarre. And then you see Spencer Petrus, who um, struggled a little bit with accuracy uh, yeah. his first year and then go work with a quarterback coach. My initial thought was, this doesn't seem right. There's clear yeah. issues with his accuracy, but then the way you break it down makes a lot of sense. Sometimes it just isn't as valuable and isn't going to get you as much bang for your buck as teaching you the scheme. And the pro style scheme is what makes these Iowa quarterbacks yeah. a little bit more valuable to the NFL as well. So if you can work on the mechanics other places, um, then you should be working on the scheme. So I definitely appreciate that insight. And uh, I just think, you know, when you look at Spencer too, you never know what the game plan would have been with him, right? Game plan year one might've been, let's just get him mentally ready to play. And then they might have said, hey, we want to address X, Y, Z. But I do think there's also, you know, and this is just to hopefully put the Iowa faithful at at ease. (laughs) There's also the whole notion of like, how can I get out? Like, let's say Nate and his agent and his coach made the decision to not do the senior bowl. Because they're like, hey, here's my draft stock. If I have a good senior bowl, it's not going to go up that much. If I have a bad one, I'm falling out of the draft. How can I not? act like I don't want to compete, right? There's so much that goes into these conversations. Yeah. Like, Hey, I want to work on my quarterback mechanics could be code for like, dude, I don't want to go and risk falling out of the draft. Right. So to me, it's like, you know, I I think there are certain times that like, if he was in the NFL and said that, well, he's got nothing to gain at that point. Right. So I I think there are certain things too, that you got to kind of read between the lines 
you know, it's like I was talking about when Trey Lance was coming out this year, everyone was talking about how good he is at the line of scrimmage. Well, if you watch any tape, he didn't do any of the things that they were saying. <laughs> but listen, I've done the same thing. I've gone on podcasts and talked about how PJ Walker did XYZ at Temple. Well, no, he didn't, right? But it's my job to get him <laughs> drafted higher. So there's a lot of, you know, different things that go on during draft season. So I would I would take everything with a grain of salt if I, if I was an Iowa fan from that aspect too. I, I appreciate the uh, the honesty there, and definitely <laughs> the Trey Lance conversation was just absurd. Even I mean, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, I felt like just got picked apart in the weirdest ways about certain yeah. things that you could clearly see or not see on tape what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and just for the fans out there, there's a lot of Denver Broncos fans that are actually living in Iowa, and I know you do a lot of Denver yeah. Broncos analysis, and that's actually how I started following you because uh, Drew Locke is quite an interesting character yeah. that you have you could have content for years on uh, yeah. and the Bronco faithful love to talk about him so definitely check out Tim Jenkins uh, you know the analysis do there last thing about Alex um, what are some of the things you're working on with him man yeah the biggest thing with Alex uh, we talk about like heel alignment uh, we want so again right now with our young guys but these guys that hey you're trying to get them two percent better you want to see their front hip and front shoulder, both on their target. Padilla sometimes at times will step out a little bit. So he'll step that left heel out, which just throws his front hip off. So that was something we were grinding on. We try to do a lot of scripted stuff for these guys, meaning like, Hey, I'll watch an Iowa game tape and script every single play that was called from a passing perspective. Hey, how'd the pocket collapse? And we'll try to move these guys in very similar ways, especially our guys who weren't starters. Right. So, Hey, let's script it the exact way that it shook out. Then it's almost like he played that game, right? So in terms yeah. of prepping and, and getting ready for training camp and ultimately, you know, I mean, Alex wouldn't be shy about it. His goal is to obviously go in there narrow the gap and then, and then show that, Hey, he's someone they can turn to. So I think, you know, just getting him in the right mindset, feeling confident as mechanics and also feeling confident and Hey, you know, scripted movements to certain throws, I think, um, hopefully are getting him in a point to where now when, you know, fall camp actually starts, he's rearing and ready to go. And, and hopefully someone that Hawkeye fans can be excited about, man. Absolutely, man. We're, we're pumped. Uh, it's nice to know that there are options behind Spencer Petrus and there's going to be a competition between the three between, you know, Petrus, Padilla and Hogan. Um, I think like, I think Iowa Hawkeyes fans are in a good spot with the quarterback play yeah. at least going forward. All right, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, I've taken up a lot more time than I anticipated, but uh, <laughs> I pr- really appreciate the honesty with your answers and everything you kind of uh, delved into today. I re- the last thing I have for you is what are your future plans for Jenkins Elite and how can folks find uh, you on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're at? Yeah. So they can just look me up on, you know, Twitter's probably the one I'm most active on, but Twitter and Instagram, it's just at T Jenkins Elite. And then, um, you know, I don't know, man, we'll keep growing. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll be in uh, Iowa soon, but no, we just, you know, the hardest thing that we found is finding finding coaches who who really want to pour into the kiddos. Because to me, that's, you know, the most important part is uh, making sure that you're pouring into the kiddos. So we're slowly but surely finding coaches and growing as fast as we can. So anyone listening who wants to coach quarterbacks for a living, feel free to uh, shoot me a DM. <laughs> I love it, man. Tim, thank you so much for having you or having coming on the show today. I appreciate your insight. We'll have to have you on later, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. All right, y'all, and that does do it for our show today. hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. I really enjoyed learning from Tim. We'll have to get him back on the show later on. It sounds like he is watching all the Iowa games and checking out their offense and making sure he's giving Alex Padilla the reps that he needs to be able to play in case he were able to get into the game. And as you all know, the quarterback position is a hot topic going into 
this upcoming season for the Iowa football team. So Alex Padilla could be very much in the starting role by the beginning of the season if he has a, a strong summer camp. So lots of stuff on the horizon for Alex Padilla, and Tim Jenkins is the guy to talk to when it comes to Alex Padilla. So hope you enjoyed that. Definitely check out all of Tim's work on Twitter. He does a great job of posting some really great quarterback analysis and content. And if you liked this episode, please give us that five-star review wherever you found this episode at. And if you want more Locked On content, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast at. And that will do it for our show today. Stay safe out there. Stay cool. It's going to be a hot one out there in Iowa. Have a fantastic weekend, and let's go Hawks.